Happy Tuesday for those of you that are joining me on day one of episode 14 for another motherhood productivity session. You guys, I am in love. This is so much fun. The amount of information, the meaty nuggets, and the gold that you're going to walk away with today from listening to this motherhood productivity session are seriously unparalleled. Let me just tell you about what has been going on in this mom's life since we had this session together. Now look, we all know that sitting down and eating three meals a day is no easy feat. And anyone that doesn't have children is like, why? What's so hard you just sit down and eat? Um, no. But guess what? Melanie's been eating. She's been eating three times a day, you guys. Like, I just was like, when she told me that, I was like, this is amazing because it is amazing. And not only that, she bumped down her hours. And when we sat down and we talked, she knew that in the upcoming weeks, she was going to be reducing the amount of hours that her youngest is going to daycare. So she had been a school teacher for a long time and has two kiddos. The oldest one is in elementary school full time and the youngest one um, is right around a year old. And he had to be in daycare every day because she was a teacher. Well, now she is not a teacher anymore. She's working on growing a business. That is her passion. And so that she can stay home with her youngest. So she is going into this time where she's going to have her son in daycare three days a week so she can run her business and have him home on Mondays and Fridays. And since our meeting together, she is getting more done with her child in daycare three days a week after implementing everything that we talked about than she was with her kiddo and daycare five days a week, which I just think is a true testament of what happens when you get the tools that you need to be able to manage your schedule and truly run your motherhood ship. And if you guys listen to this episode and you're like, man, I want to be able to do that, please send me a message. Let's talk about it. I want to get you on a call like this with me so that we can go through everything that me and Melanie go through and make sure that you're getting everything that you want out of your week because mama, you don't have to struggle. You don't have to struggle. I promise you, yes, there are sacrifices. Yes, it takes discipline, but that hard work is a million times better than the hard work that you're doing to just keep your nose above water. Welcome to Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe. This is a special episode of a motherhood productivity session where I dive deep one-on-one with a mama that feels just like you and just like me. She's trying to be everything to everyone all the time. If you're ready to figure out how you can take your day from overwhelm, treading water, and barely keeping your nose above water, being exhausted and ready to give up by the time you get to your bed at the end of the day with zero time to even think about how to fix it for the next day, into a deep sense of purpose with confidence and running an orderly home with ample time to take care of yourself, listen up. 
this is where we get it done. I know you're not going to want to miss the nitty gritty between me and this mama. So what do you say? Let's dive in to a motherhood productivity session. I love that you are going to be bumping down to three days a week. It's totally, is that making you nervous? Um, no, cause I, cause he's really good with sleeping. Like with my older one, no, like never would have happened. Cause like I would get in tears like two hours later trying to get him to fall asleep for a 30 minute nap. Like him, like Ronnie, I love putting him to sleep. It's my favorite part of the night. Um, so, and he goes down for a nap. It's like so easily. So I'm not worried about it. And I'll just need to really like during those nap times, like, like sit, nothing like blinders on, get whatever I need to get done. Um, so I mean a little bit, but I know I'm going to keep him on Mondays because Logan's out of school at one. He is half day. So Monday's kind of a wash by the time I do my barefoot class at eight 30 on Mondays, like by the time I get home breakfast, like I have to go get him anyway. So Mondays, I, it's hard for me to get stuff done. Um, mm-hmm. so a little bit, but I'm, I think I'll be able to figure it out. So. Okay. Well then what I will strive to do by the end of this call is make sure that you feel like you have a really good understanding of how you can structure your week to make like sure that. that you don't feel like you're constantly juggling so many things and you kind of have a good grasp on not treading water, but actually like making headway. And then when you get into the thick of it, it's like, oh my gosh, there's a lot to do. And I'm, I'm hoping that once you kind of, in the beginning, it's going to look like some, some serious discipline and changes maybe from what you're doing right now. But once you get through the initial part of establishing a foundation for your day and for your week, and you stick to that for a good two to four weeks, then you can have some flexibility and it becomes a little, uh, a bit easier to breathe once you've adapted to that change, but that's like anything, you know? Mm -hmm. So, okay. I'm definitely going to say that we need to just explore quickly your, like the core needs and the way that I would suggest you figuring out what those fundamental or core needs are and, and why it's so important is because you need to know in your week, what do you have to have? So that comes Sunday when you go to bed and you start another week, you feel accomplished. You feel at peace. Ready. You don't feel like, yeah. And you also feel ready, mm-hmm. right? You don't feel like you have a bunch of stuff left undone that you mm-hmm. should have done last week. And you have a bunch of stuff that you need to get done, but it's already about to be Monday. I want that those to not even be thoughts in your mind. When I go into Monday, I know that I'm completely set and prepped and ready to go. I know exactly what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And when I get to Sunday, not everything gets done every single week. Ideally it, it, it could, if everything goes as planned, but life doesn't ever go as planned. And there are things that we can't foresee. Mm-hmm. So using the brain dump system that I use and having a prioritization of what is most important is what helps me to have the peace and to be able to relax when my to-dos list, my to-dos list, his list is done, right? So like those extra things that we keep building on, mm-hmm. they shouldn't, we can rearrange the way that you're doing that so that it's not so overwhelming when they're not getting done. So 
you have to start though with the things that are most important. Like obviously you mentioned going to church and Mm -hmm. for me, I don't know if you've heard what mine are through my podcasts yet or not, but my fundamental needs and I have them sitting right in front of me. And I suggest that you create Yeah. I mean like they're, and they're in our bedroom. Cause it's, we have like this small office in our bedroom. It's a, and if you don't have that, your fundamental needs should be something that you and your husband creates together. Something mm-hmm. that you, you might have different fundamental needs from him, but it should still be something that he knows that he needs to support you in and you need to support whatever his needs look like. Mm-hmm. Some husbands need alone time and some husbands need one-on-one time with their wives. Everybody has, and, and moms are the same, right? Some mm-hmm. moms need a lot of alone time. Some moms need a lot of time with their husbands. And that, that was totally me. I was like, okay, I told my husband, what do you want so that at the end of the week you feel accomplished, you don't feel stressed out? What do you want? What would you absolutely have to get done? And then I wrote down everything that I would want. And we tried to make a list that was under 10. I would say if you want to start with three, five, we have eight in total, but mine, we have a date night that we make sure that we do every single week. And sometimes that just means that we watch a Netflix together. Yeah. We started doing that on Thursdays. We did card games last week. Yeah. It's just a time date night. Obviously it doesn't have to mean out of the house, but it's focused time on each other. So we have that. I have a cleaning because if it were up to my brain, I would never clean my house because I have more important things to do. But then I'm so stressed because my house is a mess. So mm-hmm. I had to prioritize that so that at the end of the week, A, my husband didn't feel stressed out from living in a messy house mm-hmm. that the kids were making a muck of and I'm supposed to be taking care of the kids and he comes home from work and he's like, what in the world happened around here? You know, yeah. so I put a cleaning one on mine and then I have personal time, which is my work time. That's when I get my podcasting done. Okay. And so you can make that those hours for you. You can put work hours in whatever that looks like because I am still interpreting, right? And and we use income from my interpreting to pay bills. Personal time was a way to separate that out. So if you okay. have to take substitute work to bring in supplemental income, maybe then you put down a fundamental need for your family for you right now is two hours of sub work a week or 15 hours of sub work a month, whatever that looks like that you may or may not need. That's just an idea to think about how you could build that in every single week. If that needs to be there. Um, meal prep is huge and that's my meal planning, my grocery shopping and my meal prepping that gets done every single Saturday. Like every single Saturday we do that because I don't Mm -hmm. want to do it on Sunday when we go to church. I was doing that and it was a mess. Mm Mm-hmm. But that can work. The gym and how many times a week I want to be there. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a to-do list. Like a a section in my week, every single week is for to-dos. Now that is not the to-dos to work on my business. That's not what I need to do to get my business done. It's a to-do list like I need to run to the bank and get stamps. I need to go and pick up diapers. It's all of those little things that crap, I forgot to do this. And, oh, shoot, can you run and can you go get this? And, ah, dang, no, we put it all down. So on the board in front of me next to our fundamental needs, I have a list of, like it says, to-do list. And then there's mine and there's my husband's. So 
<laughs> his are all checked off because he really likes to like show me that he's go for it <laughs> like i'm done and i and i have none checked off this week because i took care of sick kids but whatever i don't care <laughs> um, like he wanted to take a on on his list is most of them are erased but one of them is a trip to goodwill right so we have a bags bags of stuff that are sitting that need to go to goodwill so that made it on the to-do list this week right okay so little tedious change the light bulbs stuff like that that mm -hmm. you don't know when you're going to fit them in and so they don't get done and then you're like oh great here's another week so i have yeah. a fundamental need of ours every single week is even if it's just an hour or sometimes it's two hours yeah that we build in every single week to work on those specific items in our to-do list I, like I I would suggest having one of those. It's been really beneficial for us. Then we have a family fun day, which just means it's a time where we have our phones off and it's just us and the kids and we're doing an activity of some kind. Sometimes it's a movie on the couch. Sometimes it's the park. Sometimes it's reading okay. a book together, whatever that looks like. And we have a two-year-old and a seven-year-old. So we have to be creative with what that looks like because yeah. the age gap is, uh -huh. is there. But sometimes we go for a hike and that's been a really fun one for us or just a walk around a park, whatever that looks like. That was meaningful and important to me and my husband. And we wanted to make sure that we weren't going two, three, four, six weeks without spending that time with our kids. So we put it down to do every week. And then we have a Sunday sit down. That's the other thing. And you're going to want something of this sort. You can call it your planner day, whatever. Okay. It's a time that you absolutely cannot negotiate every single week to plan your week. With okay. my husband and I, we sit down and do it together because his schedule is rotating. And so mm -hmm. nothing is static in our life. And we have to really talk about where, where's date night going to go this week? Cause last week okay. we did it Thursday, but this week you work Thursday. So he's very involved in the scheduling with me in that way. Okay. And my interpreting hours aren't um, like consistent either. Yeah. They're not consistent. So, um, and in that Sunday sit down, we have a set of six questions that we ask each other that help our marriage. And That's it is, cool. yeah, it's really, really awesome. They are... I'm going to do a podcast on it and I yes. think it in a podcast, I got them. They're not my six questions. I got them from a podcast from Nancy Ray called work and play by Nancy Ray. Um, but basically we just ask each other, how can I pray for you this week? What did you struggle with last week? Uh, what brought you joy this week? What's a goal you're thinking of this week? And there's two more, but they're the same questions every single week. I write them at the bottom, his answers at the bottom of my planner. So I see them every day. Oh, and when I, like I see that. them, then I know how to send him a text message and say, Hey, I hope you get blah, 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 blah done today. Because yeah. that's what he wanted to accomplish. Right. So it's me yeah. being his corner. And, you know, I can tell my husband, Hey, can you pray for me? But if it's not written down and not in front of our faces, we're not going to remember to do it. So mm -hmm. I've started putting it in my planner and that way it's at the forefront of my mind because my business, just by the nature of being a go-getter, you know, it will, yeah. it, you, you want it to thrive so much and our spouses are just always there. So it's yeah. like, nah, whatever. He's all right. You're <laughs> Hey, I'll see you in a week from now. Sure. But those weeks turn into months and turn into years. Yeah. 
you know, and you get swarmed with kids. So that's been, that has been super fundamental for us. So I like it. I definitely would suggest finding out what those are for you and making sure that you show up to them just like you show up to a job. Like you can't put them off. I like that. So that is going to be the base that you then build on top of every single week. So when you sit down on Sunday, you put, make sure that all of your fundamental needs are on your calendar first. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you move on to what goes outside of on top of that. So your business, and that's when, then after I get those in, then I build in my business, right? Because Mm -hmm. everything that I could possibly need for my marriage and my children and my home is already built in my calendar at that point. And the way that we prioritize things, I mean, we're a very biblical based family is it's, I have my, my morning routine and we have church and that's when I do my devotional. And so that's built in Mm -hmm. and then I have time with my spouse and that's built in. And then I have my focus with my kids and that's built in. And then I feel confident that then on top of that, I can build in my business and I don't feel like my priorities are misaligned with what my beliefs are. So that's why I am, I'm shifting hard into trying to attract Christians into my life because I believe so strongly in that. And, Mm -hmm. and it, you know, it's a, it's a belief and I want to be able to share this, this system that I do with other believers. So I would definitely suggest starting with that. Then when you build in time for your business, which if let's just talk about you having three days a week of daycare, Mm -hmm. right? So you drop them both off around the same time in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. If you feel it out and if on those days you like working at a Starbucks better than you like working at home, then do that. That's a great opportunity if you feel like your house is too distracting for you. Mm -hmm. But if it's not, and if you already have your cleaning scheduled for Mondays, right? And what you wanted to clean that week is done because you did it on Monday. You're not going to have to think about it when you're home Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. That's, that's been my Monday or my mornings. So I've been getting up. I haven't been hitting my snooze. (laughs) I've been listening to your podcast. Uh, So not hitting my snooze and I'll get up and like kind of have my like calm before the storm, like make coffee, do any dishes that accrued from the day before, but it's, been like just from the day before it's not like I need to sit here for 30 minutes and be yeah. dishes like it's something real quick I either wash it throw it in the dishwasher like nothing crazy um so it's this week has been very very ideal like I, we had our Sunday where we had all of our meal prepping done we had all of our laundry done like which I don't even know the last time both of those things happened <laughs> in the same weekend normally it's like this the laundry is a three like it's there all week yeah we, totally wash it again Uh, so the my mornings is my time to to get the dishes done or trying to to maintain the chaos here so I'm hoping working from home can be a good place because I don't Mm -hmm. spend money I can make coffee here I can leave my crap out and go to the bathroom if I need to yeah um take dogs for a walk if I need a brain break like it's very ideal if there's no distractions. Right. So, so minimizing those distractions are going to be huge. And if it is things within your house that are distracting you 
and it's not necessarily your children because they're going to be in someone else's care for those three days, then mm -hmm. make sure before you hit Tuesday that that cleaning is done. Okay. Okay. So make sure that those distractions are, are minimized if at all possible, that they're just done by the time you come to Tuesday morning. Mm -hmm. If they can't be, then put them on your calendar for Friday. So you can have mm -hmm. Monday and Friday, right? And then yeah. you can just focus Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on mm -hmm. working in and working on your business. So yeah. We started doing like a Wednesday night, like if we didn't finish laundry or if we didn't do all the meal prep, like Wednesday night is our night to like have that mentality all day. Like, okay, I need to go home and get X, Y, Z done. Okay. Um, so that's been helpful. So it's not that like lingering, like I'm sitting on the couch relaxing and it's like, oh, I should be folding this or I should be doing this. So, um, but if I have Mondays home with, with the kids, but I could still do it, like that's very realistic for me to just get all the stuff done Monday yeah. if it's not done on Sunday. So build in something really exciting with your kids and cleaning on Mondays. Have it be something that you look forward to set a very specific time. So do you know, well, he goes to school, right? So in the mornings, you're well, the, the older one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's goes, there eight to one on Mondays. Okay. So, I mean, you could literally, as soon as you come home, that can be cleaning time on Monday. Mm -hmm. Like, and it doesn't have to be right, but this is just an idea. Yeah. And I could even do after class Monday morning. Cause I go drop Logan off and then I go straight to the park, do class. And then after that is, um, baby's nap time. Yep. So I could do, and he's generally a pretty good napper. Yeah. So, I mean, there's at least an hour there that, yeah. I could get stuff done or I could work. I mean, that could be time that I can work. Cause when I'm, when he's um, even awake, like I can get stuff done. He's a very chill baby. Yeah. Um, so is that like, do you think during his nap time, that's something like, should I just not, unless it's like something with a solid deadline, like just not worry about work Monday and then dive yeah. in. On the You're going to see before. what it looks like when you start layering these things, right. Okay. You build in your fundamentals Mm -hmm. And I w if, if I had the pleasure of, of having three full days without mm -hmm. my kiddos, everything, I would not touch work outside of those three days. Okay. I would not touch it. I would focus all of your efforts on your home, everything. So on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you have nothing to think about but work. Like don't okay. even touch it. Right. Okay. You don't need to. I mean, and that's the fun of of working from home, right? You don't yeah. need to feel like you constantly have to be doing something with your business. You want to do this yeah. to create more freedom for yourself and more just kind of chill. You don't want to constantly be working. So don't. And we know that social media is important and there's, it's important for you to show a presence. For me, I shut it down on Fridays and I don't touch it again until Monday. I just, really, I yeah, no, I completely shut it off. I'm done. I, I've, there will be a podcast on that too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't, I, I, I have a love hate relationship with social media. Like he took social media off his phone for like, uh, deleted his Facebook, mm -hmm. took Instagram off for like, I don't know, I think almost a year. And I hesitantly put it back. And then when I started this business, like, I don't know people. And other than me, like going door to door, like, I don't know no. how to find new people and so now I'm on my phone all the freaking time and I hate it. <laughs> yeah. No. And there, there are ways to like 
still build your community and still connect with your community without being on it all day long. The unfortunate part of it that no one's talking about is we're addicted to it. You want to, you want to. And at the end of the, like I just told my husband last week and I am very open about it. I'm like, I'm straight up addicted to the good feeling I get when people interact with me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that. And so I'm like, I'm done. I turn it off on Friday and I pick it back up on Sunday because I want my week to be so just amazing that if I'm wrapped up in social media on the two days on Saturday and Sunday, when I'm supposed to be getting my thoughts and my home and just myself ready for Monday, Mm -hmm. I, I can't do, I can't do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So there are different ways that you can do it. You can remove that completely. If you're struggling with it, take the app off on Friday nights and put it back on. I, yeah, I have no issue doing that. Done with your class and you come home and you put baby down. The first thing you're going to want to do is get your phone out and you're going to want to scroll. So you set a timer for 10 minutes. You're allowed, or you can even do 15. You're allowed to engage with your community for 15 minutes and then you're shutting it down and you're going straight to cleaning. And okay. this is where your discipline and your boundaries come into play. It depends on how bad you want life to look organized, right? And, and if you're really serious about the outcomes of efficiency and, and having these systems and strategies in place, you have to put hard, fast time limits on what you're doing, or you can literally, have you ever looked at how much time you spend in Instagram? It was like next to nothing. And now it's like, today you spend an average of three hours and 50 some odd minutes on your phone. I'm like, like none of us can even fathom where those minutes came from. Like, right. So you have to get really, really intentional about when you're going to be using it and for how long. Mm-hmm. And that's on my phone in total, in my defense, not just in yeah. but still <laughs> but, I'm yeah, holding my phone for four hours a day. I know. I yeah. know. It's crazy. It's so, okay. So you have your core needs that you've put into your, your fundamental needs that you've put into your calendar mm-hmm. and your schedule. Okay. And then on top of that, right now, as a brainstorming idea, you've put in work hours on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Mm-hmm. You're going to do your cleaning on Monday. Monday. You could also, depending on if you wanted to or not, you could do um, like when you pick up your son from school, you could either go do to-dos and then go to the park. And that could be so if you really want your kids to be outside or whatever activity you want to do with both boys together, that could be mm-hmm. something that you do build yeah, that. And that. do you see how I kind of build in, like there's, there's some consistency there. The activity doesn't always have to be the same, but the event is there. There's a to do event and what you're going to be doing in that to do section not for your business, but for your house. Do you need to run an errand? Do you need to take something back to target? Do you need to drop off something at the dry cleaner? You know, have you been in my car? There's always a target return in my house. (laughs) Always. I have a box like right here. (laughs) Get out of my house. (laughs) Just sits there. I'm like, whatever. They're not going to give me my money back now. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, so those are the kinds of things that you're going to do, right? And you'll figure out like, is it easier just to get one kid out of the car and do that before you pick up your son? And so you leave mm -hmm. 30 minutes before you have to be there and you do two errands. You'll figure out what that looks yeah. like. And that's the beauty of being able to do trial and error with your schedule. So you also know that I'm going to tell you that you personally need to have a morning routine, which it sounds like you're doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then transition into it. But your goal from my perspective and what we do is you should have a hard, fast time that you come out of the bedroom every, that you go into the bedroom and you come out of the bedroom every mm -hmm. single night, which means that you're going to have to start dinner at the same time. You're going to have to do bath mm -hmm. at the same time. You need to, you need to, and the only way to get into the bedroom and out of the bedroom at the same time, every single night is if yeah. you peel that back yeah. to where does that all begin? And it mm -hmm. starts with when do you sit down for dinner? Right. Yeah. So is that something that you feel like you need to talk through right now? Um, no, that makes sense. Cause I've noticed that on days where like we pick up Ronnie later at like six, like um, sometimes I'll pick up Logan, we'll go to the park and then I'll come back and like work for an hour, read. I'm, I'm trying to work on my, um, whole, I'm becoming a whole 30 coach. Um, so I'm trying to, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, but I got a review, so I got like, all my books and stuff. So sometimes we'll come back here and do like an hour session and then go get him at six. And the days that we do that, we don't get back here till six twenty, And so then we're not starting dinner till then and logan's is really slow eater so it's like we're like pushing this and then all of a sudden it's seven twenty, and we're just starting the bedtime routine and it's like wow. i want to watch a show and which mm. is part of his routine and like well um he'll normally do that earlier but um it's either that or a book and um but then but we're just not starting that routine till seven thirty, and the little one turns into a pumpkin at like 7:45, which is what's happening right now um so um we're trying to get that but i've noticed that this week um i picked up ronnie a bit earlier and that 7:30 bedtime for both of them has been more attainable um mm -hmm. with that because look logan has a clock that um turns green at 7:20, i think okay. and then it stays green until 6 30 so he is okay. in his room that time yep. Okay. Um, so the mornings he's been really good about that and then the evenings we just don't we don't see it because we're out here in the living room um yeah. so I feel like if let I want to do this thing and I'm like go check if your clock screen like if your clock screen like I have no say in it we need to go to bed um so I I think we I think we got that I just need to pick up Ronnie more and I think if I have this schedule um for the most part, my evenings, like I, on Tuesdays, I'm starting to coach, um, I coach CrossFit, um, Tuesday evenings. So that will kind of be a different thing for our routine. But, um, these should still in time, you should be able to set this up to where your husband can mm -hmm. run it even when you're not there and he'll want to, because the kids are so dependable. So mm -hmm. if you can, be the leader of this ship and run it hard and, and really yeah. do not give in to your kiddos. You need to get your dinner time. And then what happens after that, it needs to be like pretty staunch. Pretty, okay. Yeah. And I'm, you know, 
it's, it's not, it's not a matter of being militant. It's a matter of being disciplined. Right. And there's a fine line between yeah. being disciplined and being militant. And there's a way to have flexibility with my oldest one. She gets to choose what she does in that 30 minutes before we put her to bed. Uh-huh. But we're always in that spot. Right. Yeah. You get to pick what we do before we turn out the lights, mm-hmm. but it's never like, can I watch a movie or can we just skip it all together? And then you can just put me straight to bed. No, because we tried that. And guess what happens when we go up in her bedroom? We can't just put her in her bed and turn out the lights. No, no, no. It doesn't work. It doesn't work ever. No. So no, the answer is no. We are in your bedroom at six 30 and at seven o'clock we're turning out the lights. I don't make her go to sleep. She can read books. She can do whatever mm-hmm. she wants. Right. But, mm-hmm. but we're done. We're done. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So that took time to get to, it really did take us time to get into it, but it should be a goal of yours for sure. Like a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> and you guys do that even on the weekends? Yes. Oh, wow. Bow down to you. <laughs> <laughs> and we've talked oh. about it, but guess what happens when we need to get up for church on Sunday mornings? If we let the kids stay up late, we may, yeah. we don't make it to church. Yeah. And then what happens? We don't go to church for three weeks. Like that's why we go to church Saturday night. <laughs> I know. Our church doesn't have that. <laughs> Sunday's like my one day. I'm like, just let me sleep. Just one. I know. I know. And are there times when we don't set our alarm and we sleep in? Yeah. It's like one of my favorite things to do is lay in bed with my husband and, and chit chat in the morning. It's not mm-hmm. like we're crazy. It's just when we give in and we do the things that feel good, it ends up biting us in the butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once you get this in place and you are like, nah, I don't have to do that. And you see it rear its ugly head. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is why we need to have this like nailed down. And your husband will see it too. You know, he'll totally start to see how much smoother things run when you just stick to the framework. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're doing. You're building a framework. Yeah, that'd be great. When it comes to knowing what you're supposed to do on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, do you have any idea? Is that a no? (laughs) So you have no idea how to prioritize what you need to do every week. Is that Um, an accurate I've gotten... (laughs) um, Brain dump has been helpful to... I'll explain later. <laughs> um, almost burnt the house down earlier. It was great. I'm creating my to-do list based out of that necessity. I don't know if that even makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I really am. I don't know how to run a business. I'm doing what I think I need to do. Um, yeah. But I know, sure. I know my events are a priority and I know that they'll really tank if I don't get them out soon. So that's, right. that's yeah. my priority right now. So. Okay. So Obviously, you're going to want to keep doing that. Things that have a deadline, you're going to want to prioritize what those are, right? Mm-hmm. And so there are, sometimes that's going to consume a lot of your time, right? Because it's a big event and there's a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm. But eventually, you're going to get to a place where you have set classes and set hours when you're going and you're coaching and you're working. And then there's going to be other time when you're going to have to do invoicing and do things on the website and all those kinds of things that you have to do to work 
on that's your business. the time that I need structuring. Yeah. Cause I'm very much yeah. a doer and I could spend all day like tweaking my website to make, just be OCD. And right. so I think the timer thing is going to be a, a big factor, especially on something that like my website, like it doesn't look bad. There's I'm sure stuff that I can improve upon for sure, but right. I don't need to lose a whole hour adding a link onto something. I don't know. I can't think of an right. example, but <laughs> Yeah. So that's definitely what I would suggest. So you can do this a couple ways and it depends on how your brain works and you'll find what's most efficient for you. When you first started talking about your processing and how it takes you time to get out of things, I'm the same way, but it also takes me time to get into things. Mm -hmm. So I need, and you can read studies. It, t- it says you need about 30 minutes to get into a creative space where your mind is actually flowing. Mm-hmm. So for me, that. I like to have a little bit of a larger block of time. If I have to sit down and create something, if I have to do small minor changes to something that's already been created, that's different. Cause that's mm-hmm. just like a checkbox on a checklist. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would suggest you can try this and see how it works. You can have two categories for the work that you need to do for your business. There can be one category for working in your business and one category for working on your business. Okay. So working in your business is the actual tasks and work that need to be done. The teaching, the coaching, any, um, anything that you, that has to be completed. Working on your business is the creation. It's the development. It's the ideas. It's the CEO portion of the company, not the worker in the company. Right. Okay. So I, because it's so important that you don't just create a job for yourself, but that Mm -hmm. you're actually creating a business. And so you're going to need time to be able to let your, your ideas flourish and come up with new things and create new content or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not, it's not supposed to just be remedial tasks all the time. You should be able to have a certain portion of your day or your week. Maybe you do working on your business just for two hours on Wednesdays. And that's all you need. I don't know how much time you need because it depends on what's on your brain dump. But if you could start to segregate the difference in your brain dump between working on your business and working in your business, you'll get an idea of how much time you need for those two different compartments of components of running a business. So maybe on Monday, you spend two hours doing to do's for your business. If you have that many errands and that many small checkoff items, right? You'll be able to look at your to-do list and prioritize them in your one, two, threes. And then you're looking at your ones and you're saying, how long is this going to take me? Right. Mm -hmm. And the realistic portion of it is, is it going to take me two hours? Is it going to take me four hours? Well, you have a pretty good chunk of time, don't you? You got about five and a half maybe six on, hours on, on Mondays. Um, well after class like four, cause well, I am. Gonna... T- do you teach on Tuesday mornings too? Um, n- not right now. No. Well, okay. 
I sub. So right now, up until right now, he's in daycare five days a week. And then I sub Tuesday, Thursdays. Um, yeah. So assuming we pull him to the three days and then I stop subbing, I'll have mm-hmm. that whole day yeah, from eight to three. Okay. Yeah. So like eight thirty and two thirty with pick up yeah. and drop off time. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your lunch. Right. So make sure you're feeding yourself in the middle of the day. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're making time for lunch. Cause sometimes I'm just like, I got so much to do. I'll work right through it. Yeah. So yeah. But you'll be able to see, maybe you just want to tackle all your ones on Tuesdays. Right. Mm-hmm. And then then on Tuesdays, you're going to tackle all your twos. And then on Thursdays, you tackle all your threes. If you want to do it that way, you can do it that way. Mm -hmm. Or you can, or you can break up your day into sections where you do certain parts of your business for two hours. And then the next two hours, you, you, you're totally done with what you did in the first two hours. Like you're done with no matter if you got through your ones or not, Right. So this is mm-hmm. another op- This is another option depending on how your brain works. Yeah. I like, I like that first one. Cause I, okay. the, like in college, when we, whenever I had papers, I would, I, I couldn't piecemeal it. I had to like yeah. sit down and I would write a 10 page paper and like have my monster and like set up in the workroom. Yeah. I, okay. I have, the, I like having that flow. Okay. So I, so I, then like I what I would do then is on Mondays, I would set up to complete your ones. Okay. Okay. Sorry. On Tuesdays. Tuesdays. I mean, Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yes. On Tuesdays. And this is assuming that you go to your three days a week with your son in daycare. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. So on Tuesdays, when you drop them off, you come home, you get straight to your ones. Mm -hmm. I want you to also build in intentional time for social media on Mondays. I mean, on Tuesdays, sorry. <laughs> I'm so geared to thinking like the start of my week on Mondays. It's Tuesday. So when you're working, make sure that that is, there's a time frame for it, like from this time to this time, mm-hmm. or when I am done with my ones, then I do that. But I don't want you to work on your ones all the way up until you have to get in the car. Mm-hmm. Because then what happens when you pick up your kids and you come home, you're going to do social media then. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that you get that 15, 20, even 30 minutes. If you want to do 30 minutes, however long you feel is appropriate for you to be on social media, you put that in there. Right. And then on Tuesdays, you can do your twos. Wow. Wednesdays, you can do your twos. <laughs> Thursday, you can do your threes. Gosh. Even like 15 minutes when I get home and then maybe 15 minutes after a lunch break where I can touch base with anything that's posted or um, yeah, like that. And the point of that is, is just so that when you are working, you're not distracted, you know, in your mind and you can have a conversation with the addiction that's happening that says you will get your fix when I'm done with this, right? Mm -hmm. You will get to look at social media as soon as the clock strikes 11. And I literally have these conversations with myself. Like mm-hmm. I have to tell that voice that's seeking to go into my Instagram. I have to just be like, no, I'm going to look at it later. Yeah. I know because it's, and it's not always perfect. Sometimes I'm like, man, 
that one was not really a one it was a two it can wait you know like yeah see the social like I just started getting notifications because I I hate social media in the fact that it's like like I literally just did it because I normally keep my phone down and it was up because the nest thing beeped at me and it's just like oh well what is it and then I'm like working and so I I hadn't even had the notifications from Instagram up until probably like a week or two ago because I was messaging people and anybody who messaged me I wanted to be able to reply back in a timely manner um but I just I would delete it if I could like I yeah I really I don't like it I don't like that I get caught up in it so but I like until I find another capacity to for my platform like I guess it's a necessary evil um yeah and there there are just give yourself a week with setting parameters on when you're engaging with it and see if you feel like you're still getting the same outcome you can actually go into the settings in your app and you can set up business hours for your social media where it only operates during certain hours and then outside of those hours it doesn't operate at all uh any tips for I mean, I guess on Friday, like if it gets to Friday and if there is a one that doesn't get done and baby's home, any suggestions, I I guess, other than just working when he's sleeping? um, Yeah, for sure. Have uh, your Fridays, um, your oldest is in school all day, right? Mm -hmm. It's a full day. Full day kinder. that, That can be your backup day that on Fridays you build in time after you drop off. Well, do you, do you coach? Do you teach? Oh, I do. Yeah. I do coach, um, Friday mornings. Yeah. It's Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings right now. I might change too, but. And then does he go down for a nap right after that? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. 10, 30, 11. So a little bit after that. You could give yourself in that time frame. you could give yourself just an hour. You could leave that open for anything that you didn't get finished. You could mm-hmm. build in some self-care during that time. Like if there's a book that you're wanting to read mm-hmm. or if there's anything specific that you're wanting to do for yourself, you could build that in in that time if you're not getting to it every night in an evening routine. Mm-hmm. And then I would definitely, when that's done, I would suggest being done with social media and I would build in one-on-one like eye contact with your baby. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I like that. Yeah. And if you could build that in on Mondays too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably when he gets up from his nap would be like not well depending on his depending on his nap but um between him waking up and us leaving to get logan like there's not enough time to really yeah get anything yeah. done so that would be that would be our time and then going to the park or whatever something like he, yeah yeah as they like doing that stuff time with with both boys together after you get done with school pickup on mondays I think Mm -hmm. that that is going to leave you feeling like you have some intentional motherhood happening. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's what we want. (laughs) Yeah. I like the self-care part. The funny thing is, is I'm a huge advocate for all my moms (laughs) and I need to practice it (laughs) more. I was good. 
You're going to be able to get it in every single day if you get that nighttime and bedtime routine like under wraps. Yeah, and we uh, like the hobby and I really we like it the nights where we can actually get into bed and like chill <laughs> like 30 minutes like, and be it's like husband oh my and god wife? like be a couple. Like <laughs> I was Imagine that. Life. Well, wasn't that all kinds of fun? Who knew that a motherhood productivity session could cause so much genuine laughter? I cannot stop talking about how impactful this hour is with you moms. If you are in a position where you know that you are ready to step into the motherhood that you were designed to be and you want to sit down and get my eyes and my heartbeat on what you're doing every day, please go over to my website, chelseajoe.co and click on motherhood productivity session because the most important thing that you do right now, if you're listening to this episode and you've made it this far to the very end and you feel like this could be the turning point for you is that you reach out. I would love nothing more than to be a partner to you in your journey through motherhood.